What's up, everybody? This is Tessa Bella here. Welcome to Biz Boss Live, the podcast and live show where I interview industry experts and people dominating their space, sharing their best golden nuggets with you so that you can learn to dominate your space too. If you don't know me already, my name is Tessa Bella. I run tessabella.com. I specialize in helping businesses and entrepreneurs draw in more of their ideal clients by building a loyal, and dedicated audience online. So if you are interested in any of my services, products, or learning more about me, be sure to check me out on tessabella.com. Without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and dive right into this. Today we've got an interview with Kylie Francis, the Pinterest pro herself. Let's get started. So Kylie, thank you for hopping on here with me. Yay! I really I'm so excited. Me too. Um, so I guess we'll just dive right in. We have Kylie Francis here. She's a seventh-year entrepreneur um, who's mastering the online space, Pinterest and Instagram to be specific. Um, and you were previously a D1 swimmer, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nice. I grew up, I, I was a swimmer since I was, I want to say like five years old. And it was literally my life, like eat, breathe, sw- like I, I swam, I ate, I did my homework, and then I swam. That was essentially my life for 23 years, which sounds super boring, because it kind of was. But I really believe that the traits that swimming gave me made me like, be able to be an entrepreneur and just like continue on my journey, especially because like a lot of people when they start becoming an entrepreneur, they think they're going to get success in a month. And that's just like not how it works. You have to be driven, you have to be self motivated, you have to be determined. And there's shit that's gonna happen and you gotta find a way to push through it. So yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I you would yeah, say that so. that's kind of where you started to get that entrepreneurial spirit when you are really working hard and always pushing with your swimming. That's a cool yeah that's a cool way to kind of see those two connect. You don't often see that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very so, cool. And so yeah. Pinterest kind of quickly became your focus, correct? Do you sorry, you broke up. Did you say Pinterest? Yeah. Yeah, so it's actually funny. So, like, if you were to tell me, like, in high school, college, like, that I was going to be, like, the Pinterest girl, like, no way. I never, like, honestly, it was my hobby, and I found a way to make it my job. That's just, like, kind of how I am as a person. Like, I, like, find ways. Like, I just love, like, not even breaking the rules. Like, I just love finding ways where I can incorporate bringing income into my, I guess, life in general. Because I was a college student, and, like I said, I was swimming 24 seven, like I really didn't like I had a social life. But like, because of swimming and swim practice, like I wasn't like partying every night and all that stuff that like a typical college student does. So one of my friends, there's this thing called training trip where every year, um, pretty much like your team sends you away somewhere nice, like tropical, like Puerto Rico or Florida, and you pretty much just train 24 seven. And one of my friends was like, Oh, my gosh, like, you should sign up for Pinterest, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, No, I really don't need another social network. Like, that's fine, whatever. So to keep it short, I essentially started a Pinterest account. And I was studying apparel merchandising and business in college. So I have this super like artsy creative side to me, like I've always loved art, I always love like aesthetically pleasing photos. And at the time on Pinterest, that wasn't really a thing. Like you just saw products and it was recipes. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't really care if no one else is doing this. Like I want to bring, like, that was a way that I could curate my ideas on Pinterest. And that was where I started curating like fashion photos, lifestyle photos, home photos, and kind of just like made it 
I don't know, essentially like what I wanted to make it, whether or not it was like the cool thing or not. And so I was using Pinterest for a couple of months and like through my strategies, which was pretty much like one of my strategies, I have this course, I have a Pinterest course where I teach people literally exactly how, like what I'm doing now. And one of my strategies is like reverse rabbit trailing. So what that is, is like you connect with like-minded people and like you collaborate instead of compete. And then you find ways how you can collaborate together. And then through that, that's how I grew my following on Pinterest. So when I got around, like, I don't know, I was seeing like these random links on Pinterest where it was like rstyle.me and then shop style. And I'm like, what is that? Like, because I wasn't, guys, I like didn't have a website. I wasn't a blogger. I was just like a random, like obsessive Pinterest user, right? (laughs) So I like, look, I Googled like, cause that's my, that's how I am. Like, I love figuring things out. I love Googling. So I Googled what rsl.me was and it was like, oh, it's affiliate marketing. And I'm like, wow, what is this? Like, I need to know more. Like, I was so captivated by that. Just like affiliate marketing and the concept of it. Long story short, been been an affiliate marketer, I guess, for like five years. And like, as my following grew, I obviously so did my income. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a little bit about how I made it my job. And then through there, I like found because Pinterest is a search engine, I started creating other funnels. So I made a funnel to my Tumblr. And then I started when I stopped swimming, I started CrossFit. And then that was like, Instagram, that was like my initial Instagram. And then I had people come to me where it was like, how can I incorporate this into my business? So like everything that I've done so far is just like, building upon my passions. Like it was nothing where I was like, if you would have told me seven years ago that I was going to be a social media marketing consultant to online entrepreneurs and helping them build their businesses through social media, I would have been like, what? What is that? Like, So that's just a little bit about my story and how I got started. But yeah, I kind of just like turn my hobby into my job. And that's what I I keep continuing to do. So really important to be able to do that, because you'll be able to do that for so much longer, because it's something that you're so passionate about. Exactly. Long before it was a a business opportunity. So that's really Mm -hmm. cool. Um, So one thing you touched on in there that I wanted to really have it hit home with people is that Pinterest is not just it's not like a social media network it's more so a search engine and I think a lot of people misunderstand that and that leads them to um, misunderstanding how to use Pinterest and how to like so would you dive in just a little bit to kind of what makes Pinterest so different and how it has become such an awesome way to make passive income because of that right So like you just said, Pinterest is a search engine and it has social media capabilities to it. So you can like follow people, you can like stuff, you can repin stuff. Um, But the main thing is, is like when we use Pinterest, we need to look at it as a visual ad board. So every time we post onto Pinterest, not only does the pin last for six months into years and it takes two weeks plus for a pin to go viral. um, That's essentially what I just said. Like every time we post on the Pinterest, we need to look at it as like we're advertising for our business and it's a clickable link. So -hmm. that's different from Instagram and Facebook because every time you post on Instagram to Facebook, one, your post lasts for like five to 15 minutes. It literally could even last a minute depending upon how many people are following you. If no one likes it, then you're like actually screwed. Like it's just like loss in the universe and people spend hours and hours curating this content. And then they wonder why no one's going to their website. They're not getting leads into their business and they're definitely not creating passive income, but they're still wasting all this time curating. Like I said in like one of my copies where like people try to do like cartwheels off of cliffs and like they almost kill themselves to try to get this perfect picture, but then it only gets two likes. Right. And then it has like the Oprah Winfrey copy, which takes them 45 minutes to write. 
And then they overthink everything and they think that they're doing something wrong because no one likes the picture. And it's like, no, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just, you're, you don't really have strategy when it comes to, you know, getting your business online. And especially when people start, let's just say you have this like perfect website you just built. You have the most amazing products because you are amazing. Like all the people that are watching, you have something amazing to give to people. It's just, you need to fine tune your strategy. You need to put your time where you're going to see that return on investment. So with Pinterest, every time you post on a Pinterest, and if you do it strategically, which is what I teach in my course, the way that you post on Pinterest, you're essentially starting the funnel for someone to purchase something from you. So that could be directly through affiliates, or it can be your own products and services. Mm -hmm. So if you know how to use SEO and keywords strategically, it literally is just like Google, like, but it's a dumb Google because it's not as algorithmically enhanced. And what I mean by that is there's only 300 million users on there. And a lot of entrepreneurs don't use it for business. So it's kind of, but people are still searching for what you need because all the search results also show up on Google. Mm -hmm. So you're, it's literally like this, like amazing gold mine that really nobody. And I think what scares people about Pinterest is like one, a lot of the fears that I hear is that they think it's only used for like cooking recipes and stuff. And I'm like, well, the people that have freaking cookbooks and are selling like all like aprons and stuff are the ones making bank because they're the ones curating all these recipes, right? So we're clicking on the recipes and then all through their blog posts is affiliate links, right? Where Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this is where you buy this product. I use, you know, this mixer, I have like this pan and you're like, oh, click, click, click. And this person's making bank in the back end and you don't even realize it. So there's different ways where you can really set up your Pinterest funnel. And I think that's, what's awesome about it. It's not like, a one step strategy where it's like, this is a way and then you're done. You can really make it whatever you want to make it. And it has to do solely like with what your business is and like your end goal. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of like, as long as we realize that Pinterest is a search engine. So people go on Pinterest because they're either looking for an idea or they're looking to buy something. And the target market on Pinterest, 80% of the users are women and they want to shop. And they have money, like they have money and people, it's the only website where like you go on, you can spend hours on, but they want you off of the website. They're like giving you links. So every picture is a link, which is unlike Instagram. Instagram's like, you got to pay to play. If you want any other, any other social media, they want to keep there as long as they can. Exactly. Right. So they want you to pay to play. So it's kind of like the only time you're getting a link on an Instagram post is if you paid for the ad. So it's really amazing. And I think it's more so just like, I want to say an ignorance thing where a lot of people just see it and they're like, I can't use it for my business because no one's using it for business. And it's like, well, they actually are. You're just not like, you're not looking like that. I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah. And I think it's really important. Like, I love what you mentioned there about um, the demographics of Pinterest, because that's one of the biggest things that I always encourage clients to do is to look at where their clients hang out, like what they're doing. And mm-hmm. I think people look beyond that. Like initially they think, you know, well maybe they're in this Facebook group or they're on Instagram doing this and things like that. But you're missing out on the fact that, you know, if you're in more of a corporate industry, majority of your target market will likely be found on or on LinkedIn. You can be finding those kind of people on places like that. Yeah. Um, and you can find so many of your target audience, on Pinterest when you're trying to do these different kinds of creative services and things like that, that majority caters to females. So I think that that's really cool that you pointed that out. Yeah. And I think there's like what you said was also awesome is like 
LinkedIn, Reddit, like there's all they're like Facebook isn't the only social network, right? So a lot of people when they don't find like the certain Facebook group because they think they need to be in an entrepreneur Facebook group, it's like uh, there's a lot of Facebook groups that I'm in that don't even say entrepreneur in them. And it was just because like maybe Facebook recommended it to me, but like my mind was blown because I'm like there are so many people on Facebook. So if you're if you don't know where your ideal clients are, you're probably just in the wrong space. Right. And that has to do like maybe you're on the wrong social network. Maybe you're sharing the wrong type of information. There's a lot of things that go into social media marketing and like it doesn't have to be stressful. It's just we need to find out where we're going to get the highest return on investment. And I know with Pinterest, that's like a high one because it's a visual ad board. So you're actively showing people like what you can give or like the answers you can solve for them, because that's Mm -hmm. like what you put in a picture. That's one of the steps to a viral pin is like you want to pose a question or you want to be like, this is how I can solve your problems. And then they're going to click on it. And then they're in your funnel with like email opt-ins and that's how you grow your email list. And it's like an active way to even have a funnel. Like on Instagram, it's kind of like you're posting and you're praying. You're like, oh, you're praying I stays alive. <laughs> like, and you're hoping you send them to like a link in your bio or something like that. Right, so right. Get them into your funnel it takes so much longer than something on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also on Pinterest is passive marketing. So like I said earlier, it takes two plus weeks for your pin to go viral and it can last for like years. Yeah. So it's passive. And that's how it's passive income is because all it takes is for one person to repin your pin and maybe they have a million followers and that's where it like literally blows up. And you're just kind of like, I didn't do anything. Like you could literally be sailing on the Greek islands and your bank account blows up. You're like, I literally was like drinking champagne on a boat. I didn't do anything, but that's passive income and passive marketing. I don't know only happened to you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can only set that up if you like use the strategies correctly and actually take the time to set it up and stop worrying about the unfollow follow game on Instagram. Like, you know, it's different if you already have an established base on Instagram. Like I always say, like if you have like 10K, 20K on Instagram, like you can, I'm not like trying to, I'm not saying Instagram's horrible because I think it's awesome for your strategy. Um, I kind of look at it as like the online business card because a lot of people when they meet, they're like, oh, let me see your Instagram. They want to see your life. They want to see if they can relate to you. But further than that, unless you're like on Instagram story, Instagram live, like yelling at people 24 seven, being super active, that's when you're going to see the results. But Pinterest is really great because it's like it's passive marketing. So you're posting it and it lives. It actually get like it increases in virality over weeks, over months. So that's why I absolutely love it. I when people ask me like their marketing strategy, I'm like, are you incorporating Pinterest? And usually it's just like a lot of people aren't informed about it. But like, that's why I feel like I'm here. I'm like, this is like my next call of duty, I guess, is like to <laughs> tell people about Pinterest marketing and how. It's such an amazing way to get seen on the Google search results. It's an amazing way to bump your website on the Google search results Mm -hmm. because it's all SEO, all keywords. And yeah, it's just really amazing. Like, I love it. I can tell that it excites you to talk about it. So you can always (laughs) find the right place to be if you're super excited talking about it. So that's super cool. So as you grew in your journey with Pinterest, Mm -hmm. how would you say that your strategy has changed and develop into what it is now that you're, you know, sharing in your course. Yeah. So when it comes to Pinterest, it's really important that you know who your ideal client is, especially when you're creating your account. So I teach this in my course too. It's like, 
we can't go where the money is. We have to go where our niche is because the money comes. It's kind of like when I said Pinterest was my hobby and then it became my job. Like I didn't start Pinterest because I was going to like, oh, I'm going to make five figures a month in passive income from the platform. That's not why I started it. I started it because I had this passion and I kept pushing through it. And then I found a way to make money off of it. And then that's the end of that story. So when it comes to promoting my course, I more so just promote my website through the quotes that I make on Pinterest, because Mm -hmm. if I were to complete, so like I said earlier, when I started my Pinterest, it's very fashion, lifestyle, home specific. So if I were to completely flip the switch and be like, oh, social media marketing, like here's social media marketing pens when my whole feed is curated for fashion and lifestyle, that's just going to confuse my followers. So One thing that I'm definitely going to do this month once I like get a second to breathe is start a second Pinterest account that is going to be all directly related to my business. And that was going to be (laughs) because I'm and I'm not afraid to do that. Like I started my Facebook group three months ago and it's already at like 3,300 people. Like it's all about being consistent and putting your time where you know you're going to get your return on investment. And if you know how to like be a nice person, like go out there, give value. And the people are going to be attracted to you because you don't like, you're there to help them. You're not like, I always say that the me, me, me method does not work on social media. If you're all about yourself, if you're only worrying about your copy, your picture, perfect photo, this and that, and then you wonder why no one likes your Facebook posts or it never, it's kind of like, cause you only care about yourself. Like go out there and look at the questions that people have, answer them. And then they're going to want more from you. That's the answer. And that goes for any social platform, right? If we only care about ourselves, then how are we going to expect to have our ideal clients come to us essentially? Right? I know. That's true. That's what, so I've been helping a lot of people with generating more leads for their business. And um, I always like to kind of come up with different strategies, whether they're a combination of organic and paid. I always think it's important to master your organic marketing mm-hmm. first. That's one of the number one things I always tell people is, you know, come from a place of give, give, give rather than just all about yourself and yeah. think of how you can be helping these people first. It's also great for people who are starting out who maybe don't have the testimonials or the mm-hmm. kind of social proof, to show, you know, that their skill is really marketable in the marketplace yeah. to be able to go out and see what your people need and give them that and just help as much as you can yeah. and be giving them things. And I think that that's super powerful. So I love that you pointed that out to not just have that me, me, me mindset is definitely key on social media. Yeah, for sure. It's like stripping the ego and then like allowing ourselves to give. And then once we get the testimonials, that's how our stuff's going to live on its own. You, we really Mm -hmm. have to be always, even when you have the testimonials, it's like the nicest people win. And there's a reason it's because people like, like, it's just like a logical fact. People like nice people. If you're like mm-hmm. closed mind and you only think about yourself and you don't really care about others and you don't want to help others see their results and it's all about money and it's like, I made X amount this month and I made X amount that month and it's like, no, you should be focusing yeah. on how you can change somebody's life, not about the X amount that you make a month, essentially, mm-hmm. from like gaining X amount of clients, right? Totally. That just that That's one thing that like really gives me a bad taste in my mouth when I see in Facebook groups where it's like, I had a 60K month and it's like, okay, but how did you help these people? Like, where are those results? I want to see what you actually did to help these people. I don't really care how much money you made. Like, that shows that you have a good sales copy. But, like, where is the transformation, right? So, I don't know. That's, like, one of my – I have a lot of pet peeves, but that's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, 
Would you say that if someone watching this right now had a pretty strong following built up on Pinterest, they had used Pinterest a lot for their um, personal use, things like that. Maybe they're kind of had a feed similar to yours where it was really curated for sort of their lifestyle as people typically do on Pinterest Mm -hmm. um, and they wanted to get going with business. Would you recommend kind of going the route that you did where they kind of, um, you know, place in there and some things that fit into there to like kind of gear it towards business? Or would you recommend that they start purely from, you know, a new business profile? Yeah. So like I said before, like I have my Pinterest feeds at 90,000 followers. I'm obviously not going to delete that just because, well, first of all, I still love fashion. I still love curating in that feed. Like that's still my passion because that's, it's just a hobby of mine. Like I studied fashion. Like I'm I thought I was going to be a fashion buyer or fashion designer. Like I literally thought that's what I was going to be. Right. So that's still like my passion and I'm not going to delete it just because I also do social media marketing, but it doesn't make sense for me to post like my expert tips on my fashion feed because it doesn't make sense. So what I teach on Pinterest, especially, and I go over this in my course is we want to curate a feed and it's okay to repin on Pinterest too. We actually want to repin a lot because that's how we curate the feed, right? We want to be the expert hub of information on our, we want to be like the one-stop shop essentially. So when Mm -hmm. people come to our Pinterest profile, we want people being like, wow, I'm so happy I found this account. It has the answers to everything that I'm like asking essentially. So A lot of people like back to the me, me, me method where it's like, okay, I started a Pinterest profile. I only want to post pins that I curate because I don't want to like promote anybody else. And it's like, that's not the point. Like you have to like actually curate content. So people want to follow you first off. And then when they follow you with the credible backlinks that go to like respectable blogs, that's when they know they'll be like, that's how you gain a follower on Pinterest. It's like by collaborating with other followers or other Mm -hmm. experts in your niche, especially. So if somebody had a following just like me and they were in fashion, I would say stick with it. But if you have something that's totally unrelated, kind of like my situation, like social media marketing, start a new Pinterest Mm -hmm. because and that's totally okay to start from the bottom. Like and I think that's another thing, too, is like this goes for Facebook and Instagram. Let's just say on Instagram, they started with. I don't know, something. And it took them like a year to get a thousand followers. And they're like, I don't want to start over because, you know, it took me so long to get that many followers, but their new niche is so unrelated to what they want to talk about. It doesn't even matter. Like the following number doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we need to post for profits. That's another thing I talk about is every time we post, if all of your thousand followers are completely unrelated to what you're posting about, then what's even the point of them having or like them following you, right? Because they're not going to buy your stuff anyway. Yeah, so I it's better. Yeah, people get like really obsessed with that number of like, oh, they want to hit 10k or 100k or whatever it is. They're they get so obsessed with kind of that number and how it's going to look to people who come to them and all that kind of stuff um, on any social media network. I think that that number is like really important to people. And yeah, I always try and reinforce that some of the people that I know that make the absolute most money off of these kind of platforms don't always have these big followings. I mean, some people have like four or 5,000 followers and they're making significantly more money on their social media um, because they actually have a really engaged and connected audience. Yeah, yeah. Trust them is all interested in what they're delivering and all these kind of things. So letting go of that obsession with the number of the followers and all these kind of things. Yeah. Important. Um, yeah. And you also see people, you know, buying like pre-built accounts where they've already gotten them up to X amount yeah. of active users. It's just ridiculous because those people are up, have no interest in what it is. Right. That, 
that you're yeah it's like the no like and trust and like if these people don't trust you then they're not gonna buy from you anyway so and not only that there's so like okay when Instagram first came out people did buy followers right but there wasn't a technology to even know if that was bought or not and now it's like so obvious like it like kills me like especially like I have friends too where they're like I never bought followers and I'm like you're joking right like I can tell like it's like I don't know for me it's really obvious and one of the ways that you can tell is like when someone first posts let's just say they have like 20,000 followers and they'll get like five likes in like five minutes and it's like you don't have 20,000 followers because the bot hasn't kicked in yet like it's like there's like little things and I think that's just for me like obviously being a social media person and like being on these platforms but anyways that's so irrelevant but long story short I agree with you because like if we like focus on the follower number and these people don't even know who we are they're not gonna buy from us mm-hmm. unless we like have some scam scheme and then they're gonna be they're gonna give us horrible testimonials te- the, the testimonials anyway <laughs> so like what are you gonna pick like where are you gonna waste your money and where are you gonna actually put your time and like commit to yourself like that's what it takes on on social media there's no shortcut to be honest like there really isn't a shortcut all these people that are like have built up following started somewhere and it takes it takes like years it doesn't take like a month it doesn't take two months and like if you get upset by not having results in two months and then you quit then this journey is not for you mm-hmm. plain and simple like it's, it's just not how it works there's no way that like this amount of people can like love you in two months unless or you're like some type of magician I don't even know but I just like <laughs> I don't know like yeah. so yeah totally well, that's really cool. I think that that's great to have that kind of mindset. And I love your point that if that's kind of where someone's at, that this journey is definitely not for them because it's so true. It takes a lot of patience and a lot of dedication and all of the things that you learned as you started out, you know, in swimming and kind of transitioned into being an entrepreneur. Those are all like the main foundations that have to be laid in order to um, really develop into somebody who can do this kind of journey because it takes a lot of hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would love now if you would mind, wouldn't mind just kind of pitching us your course a little bit more. I mean, you've shared some awesome knowledge with us. Would you just tell us a little bit more about when someone signs up for your course, what are they diving into? Yeah. So essentially my course is, I I like, it's like past a certain point. I can't even talk anymore. So um, my course is Pinterest for business. It's Pinterest marketing and how to create streams of passive income online. But it also teaches you how to start growing your email list, how to get website views, how to get viewers to your blog. So it's really for influencers. It's for bloggers. It's for online entrepreneurs that really want to start like getting their website seen on Google. They want to start, you know, waste, they want to stop wasting their time on Instagram essentially because they're not seeing a return on investment. So my course, the first module, I actually start out with finding your niche. So I know a lot of online entrepreneurs, like they can't even nail down their niche. So they're trying to serve everyone when in reality, when you do that, you actually serve no one. I think that's the first biggest things that people struggle to do is to really know who it is that you're here to help. Yeah. And that's like super important on Pinterest, because if you try to pin like engagement rings with like tax tips and like quotes like people are just going to be like who is this person like I I don't want to follow this board because it's so random right so it's really important on Pinterest to be like the expert in your niche essentially so I there's like it, it starts from the niche right and then we go over SEO and keywords which is the second module like I don't even teach you about affiliate marketing and building a funnel and like all that until we nail down the basics first because 
that's what I love about the setup for my course. It's like, it's very strategical and it's logical. And I've been through this process so many times. So I actually, and from being an influencer, I also teach influencer marketing throughout my course. So it's really like everything under one hood. So we start off with finding your niche, which goes into your long tail keywords, because that's how people are going to search for you on Pinterest and Google. And then we talk about, um, how to create pins, like what pins go viral, like how to captivate people on Pinterest. And then we talk about actually building the Pinterest funnel, like different ways that you can build funnels online, which is like opt-ins, growing your email list. Maybe it's affiliate marketing. So there's another affiliate marketing section. And then after that, it's influencer marketing. Since I have experience with that, I think that's, I think that's what's different than a lot of other courses that I'm going to create is like, I've been an influencer and on Instagram. So just like, you know, contracts, how to work with people, what you should look out for if some like a brand approaches you like, I love that part of the course. And then at the end, I'm just kind of like, this course isn't over. It's not one of those courses where you complete and it's like, yeah, you got a gold star. It's like, no, you got to do it again. You got to do it for like every single day. And you got to do it for like, like a year or two. And then I'm not saying you won't get results until a year. But because it's a search engine, like after we post, we need to allow like two to four weeks for our pin to go viral which is also awesome because we can constantly be pushing out content and know that like ones we did a couple of weeks ago will still be relevant today. So that's cool. So yeah, it's a little bit about my course. That's awesome. Yeah. It teaches you a lot about really building that consistency, which is something that's so unique about like what you can see on Pinterest is having that residual income, but also just the consistency of, you know, your brand and what you're putting out, your content being exposed because yeah. it's, like places anywhere else it's hard to stay relevant for that long mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so it's awesome yeah. and what I said before about like especially Pinterest for business is that like it's such an untapped market like mm-hmm. if you're gonna get in like go now and it's funny because Pinterest has been around for like at minimum seven years like I think it's been 10 years actually because I didn't get into it like when it first came out so that's what's also awesome is that like Pinterest for business is still untapped and I think a lot of people are still like Instagram's just like freaking, I don't even like, it's a headache, to be honest, like trying to get in there, trying to compete. And then you're like comparisonitis, like, oh my gosh, how is she better than me? How'd she get more likes when in reality? It's just not about that. Like, it's about making money. Like we need to post for profits, right? So it's like, what platform can you put co- push content to where you know you're going to get a return on investment, mm-hmm. right? And that's all about like setting up your funnel strategically on Pinterest and knowing that like all of your efforts that go on to Pinterest also show up on Google, which is awesome. Like, I don't, yeah. So. Absolutely. And you know, something we didn't even dive into that much, but that's so great about it is like how much you can be driving that referral traffic back to your website and things like that will be there for so long. I mean, I think it myself when I spend my late night hours on Pinterest, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, clicking on different things and you get taken to a blog post that was written in like 2014. And it's, you're just like, it just gets my mind thinking about how incredible that is for driving that kind of referral traffic to your website long past when you posted it. Yeah. It's because that blog post is so relevant. And that's like, Mm -hmm. I also go through in my course, like trending and evergreen content. So evergreen content is when it literally, it's like, how to start a business, right? So you could be redirected to a blog post that was in 2014, 2013, if it's so relevant and they use the keywords correctly. But if you do trending co- content where it's kind of like, okay, Christmas 2017, like, yeah, that's only going to last for that season. So that's what's also awesome about Pinterest is like, if you push towards evergreen content, your content's always going to be relevant in the search engine and people are going to always be searching for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
it's just amazing. Like, and I'm not like, I wish like what I, I don't know. I just hope like what I say, like makes sense. And I hope like the people watching, if you have questions, just like drop them or you can message me if this isn't making sense. But I think it's really such an untapped, amazing opportunity for a lot of businesses to get their websites, like bumped in the Google search engine, start passively growing their email lists and their income. So Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that you are right on and your course sounds chock full of amazing content. I mean, you shared a lot of great nuggets with us today. So thank, thank you. you. Our audience thank you for here. Yay. Content for everybody. And I just dropped Kylie's course link down in the comments. Um, I'll also oh, have thank it you. there. So if y'all want to go check it out, you can check it out there. But yes, Kylie, thank you for joining Yay. me. Thank you so much for having me. That was so fun. Yes, of course. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much.